poor dad. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Tombstone Minute, where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. This is minute 52. Uh, I'm Rob, and joined by my co-host, Joe. I'm here. And in this minute, Curly Bill shoots Fred White. Uh, man, I'm not sure he so, meant to do it. He Well, I... I kind of agree, but let's get there first. So the last minute ended with Marshall Fred White, you know, telling uh, Curly Bill to, you know, put those guns down, hand them over. And strangely, Curly Bill says, why, sure, Dad. Raises a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of questions. And I'm going to ask him. Okay. Are you ready for him? Yes. Actually, just, just really one question. What did Curly Bill's dad do to him? <sighs> well, did it, I have a theory, but I'm going to let you start. So I'm not. I I I've, I I sometimes wonder if you're going to go dark on this, but I think I think that Curly Bill's dad was a nice man. <laughs> what? Yes, he was a nice man, and he died when Curly Bill was pretty young. And he still sort of holds on to that because Fred White is being really nice to him. And when he asks, can you have these guns? He goes, well, sure, Dad. And that's the right reason he wants to do it. But then the opium takes over. Again. Because he calls him Fred before and after that moment. Yeah, so that would lead evidence to the dad thing being a joke. There's There's a lot of different trails we can go down here. Okay. One, he is hallucinating and he th- he thinks it's his father, A, as one part of the flow chart here, and B, shoots him on purpose. Okay. Then, there's some, there's some trauma that he's dealing with here. B, he uh, thinks it's his dad and shoots him on accident. Uh, okay. C, he's just joking around because he's old and it's funny to call old people dad when they tell you to do something. Yeah, the joke makes sense because he is a practical joker. He is the only person in this movie with a sense of humor, <laughs> aside from Doc, I guess. Um, it is weird because, like I said, he does say, and then I does he say? I believe he actually says, "I'm only funning." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. I'm only funning. I. So which a- route? Which where do you stand on this? Does he shoot him on purpose? He does not shoot him on purpose. Okay, so what what happens there? Because I guess if he was trying to shoot him, then he would have missed. Yes. <laughs> so there's one point of evidence in favor of it being an accident. Well, the reason I think he didn't mean to shoot him is, can we go into the history? Can we have a little history lesson here? Are you all right with some, uh, some oh, research? We're, we're going to use facts? We're going to use facts. Are oh. you okay with that? As long as everyone agrees to forget them when then we can have fun after the facts okay so um this occurred and it occurred um actually before the birdcage theater was built because it occurred in the vacant lot where the birdcage theater was eventually built at so if we ever visit the birdcage theater we're going to be on the the spot where fred white died yes oh man so in uh, October 28, 1880, 
Cowboys were in town. They were drinking. They were firing their pistols in the air. And Marsha White proceeded to confront each of them, disarming them. All of them he confronted gave their weapons no problem. Later that night, Curly Bill was um, in the area I just mentioned. He was intoxicated and was firing pistols into the air. While White instructed Curly Bill to surrender his pistol, Curly Bill did this by pulling the weapon out of his pocket, handing it barrel first to White. Wyatt, Wyatt Earp here, thought later that the pistol's hammer was half-cocked over a live round, and when White grabbed the barrel and pulled, the weapon discharged, shooting Fred White in the groin. He died from a groin shot? Well, do you want me to keep going on this, or do you want to save that for a little later? Well, I mean, you might as well keep going. So, it <laughs> gets crazy. So he gets shot in the groin. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> well, he wasn't using it anymore, to be fair. Um, oh, wait, no, he's super young in real life, so he was still true, using he's 31. it. That's 31. Um, so, M- Marsha White lingered for two days. Oh, no. He died two days later. However, prior to his death, get this, he gave testimony that ultimately led to Curly Bill being cleared of any wrongdoing. White stated that the pistol fired accidentally and that Curly Bill was drunk and didn't realize the pistol was cocked. It was due to his testimony that the judge (laughs) dismissed the charge against Curly Bill. Well, I think that's a... Says a lot about Fred White there. Like he Right, he got him. shot in the groin <laughs> and like for two days. I think he was doing okay for a while and then got an and then he or wasn't. Something. Yeah. Um so I think he might have like I think potentially he might have given the testimony, been like, Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> 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 he didn't kill me, big deal. And then he died a day later. <laughs> Man. So, it's also possible Curly Bill was trying to shoot him in the head and just hit him in the groin. That's true. So another episode of How Did They Die in Tombstone. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's up there. That's up there. Um, <laughs> like, it's super... Okay, I, I rewound... This is like... I looked at this like the Sapruder film. Yeah. He grabs the gun in Curly Bill's left hand. And then Curly okay. Bill does this weird, like, jerking motion back and to the right... And his other gun fires. Back into the right. <laughs> Back into the right. <laughs> so it doesn't. I don't get anything about it. Like it. It's there's not enough there for me to conclusively say he fired his gun on accident. Nor does any of his sort of behavior or physical movements indicate that he did did it on purpose. Now. What I will suggest to Curly Bill next time is that next time you are trying to hand your guns over to someone, don't have your finger on the trigger. Yep. And, but I'm no firearms expert, so listeners, if I'm if I'm wrong. And generally, when you yeah. hand a gun over, you probably shouldn't have it pointed at anyone. No, I th- I honestly think Curly Bill didn't know they could fire upside down. <laughs> he thought it was like a pen. Where it won't, that won't ride upside down. He's like, well, I'll just flip it over and it's fine. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, I mean, plus, you know, if anyone's going to give Curly Bill the benefit of the doubt, it's you and I. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's just say he does shoot him on purpose and, and he thinks it's his dad. Okay. Uh, what did his, what did happen to poor, Curly Bill when he was a kid? 
I, I have a theory. Um, this brings a lot of different threads that we've been weaving together. Okay. Does it have anything to do with a bachelor party? <laughs> I suppose it could potentially. Okay. What's All your right. theory? I can, I, can weave, I can weave the bachelor party story into this. Okay. Okay. Curly Bill in, invites his dad, or Curly Bill's buddy, so I don't know. who who Who's his best man? Uh, Wait Billy. a minute. Hold on. Before you go too far, what if his dad is the cowboy that was killed from the bachelor party? Oh, so he thinks he's seeing like a ghost? Because his dad recently departed when he went to Mexico or that, that Mexican wedding. <laughs> it and he seems says, you killed a cowboy. It seems odd that he would phrase it as you killed two cowboys rather than you killed my dad. But dads are worth two. <laughs> so that's the way he's honoring his father? <laughs> is you eat these two cowboys. I got him two gravestones at Boot Hill he's Cemetery. A cowboy, he's a cowboy, the outlaw, and a cowboy, the dad. Mm-hmm. The one who taught me how to throw a baseball. I couldn't, I, I couldn't throw it very well. I threw a baseball as well as I shoot a gun, but still, he tried. Um, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt your theory. He, Go ahead. He invite. Uh, so who would his best man be? Would it be Johnny Ringo or would it be Ike? Billy Bil- Nilly. B- Billy Nilly. Or I think well, it would. I think it would be Ike. Okay, so Ike invites Curly Bill's dad to the bachelor party, but it leaves something out. This okay. this is a same sex coupling. So oh. his dad gets to the bachelor party and he's not. This is the moment where Curly Bill comes out, and he's not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And he storms off. He screams at Curly Bill, and he says, you're no son of mine anymore. Oh, man. That's why Curly Bill went out west. Okay. And now he hasn't spoken to his father since, and in this sort of opium haze, he thinks his father has come back. And that's why at first he says it kind of tenderly, like, okay, Dad. And then the rage builds as he gets closer, and he thinks about that that moment when he had to leave home and he lost he thought, his family. He thought about the first time that his dad caught him with another man and uh, Curly Bill just said, I'm only funning. <laughs> but he, but it was more than that. It was more than that to his preacher father. <laughs> what What will the town people think? What, mm. Man, that's the way there's some trauma. Like, I think we can say for sure there's some trauma in Curly Bill's past and he's abusing drugs. I think if we've learned anything you and I should probably write the Curly Bill biopic. We, <laughs> if they're ready to just turn Tombstone into a TV series, that's a, <laughs> apparently a thing. I'm ready because there's enough storylines for it with all these characters. We we could keep this going a good five seasons. Wait, is that a thing? Is that a real thing? Uh, I mean, they they turned uh, Westworld into a TV series. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm in. So uh, like. Now, what usually happens is HBO has a thing that works well, mm-hmm. and then like Stars or Showtime will do it, but trashier. That's where we step in. Couldn't we do a tra- somehow trashier version of Westworld, or of Tombstone? Or yeah, of but I mean, Tombstone oh. would be our trashier version of it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That's. I mean, I don't really feel like bringing in science. Well, instead of science fiction elements, we bring in horror film elements. The werewolf thing. Okay. Let's listeners 
Curly Bill. Just just stick stick with us. This is gonna happen. I'm I you know, you can submit treatments and stuff to Amazon. I might I might type up a pilot script for this. Curly Bill is a chubacabra. <laughs> oh my god. I I think you are onto something. Um I think I, I think anytime we've gone down the Curlyville rabbit hole, it's been a rabbit hole worth going down. <laughs> and I think our viewers would think the same thing because I know our listeners do. Curly Bill is the only fun character in Tombstone. Well, I I mean, as a person, but he's not like there's many characters we enjoy and love. But I think you what it sounds like you're saying is Curly Bill would be the tombstone action figure you would purchase. Okay, well, uh, and I'll fr- also phrase it this way: which which tombstone character would we have the best chance of actually becoming friends with? There's no way Doc Holliday would give us the time of day. No, no, Curly Bill. I mean, I think we'd have to become cowboys, right? Maybe well, not. Maybe not. I bet you he likes to go to Candy Bob's, Candy Robs. Oh, God. Um. Or Morgan. Uh, yeah. I was thinking uh, Mr. Fabian, maybe. <laughs> He'd be like, you're also pale. Fabian, by the way. Fabian. <laughs> you love mispronouncing names. Uh, continuing on this minute, Josephine has a look of absolute shock and horror. Dana Delaney has a great look there when yeah. they cut to her seeing this. Oh, seeing someone murdered in cold blood? Is She's horrifying? the only one <laughs> acting the right way, actually. Yes, I know. Like does I don't know if it's in this minute or the next one, or, or at some point in this in in this week's episodes, Bian's like, no, <laughs> boy, this town, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's just like really flip about it. There's always something happening in this town, huh? Man. Yeah, well, it's a murder of your marshal, who a friendly you sent innocent out. man is gun <laughs> shot in the heart, <laughs> and you're the one who sent him. Like we we'll get to the Bian moment, but he he doesn't care. I think it's um, a couple more minutes when he says it. We'll we'll save that for later. Um, so this minute ends with uh, the townspeople wanting Curly Bill lynched, um, while the cowboys want him set loose. Hmm. What would you have done if you were Wyatt? I, I mean, he does the right thing, but the, the it, it's hard to talk about it without mentioning what happens in minute 55 you know when we find out how it's resolved yeah or that might even be minute 56 but it's 55 yep but like there's all these weighty moral questions being weighed here but then when they get resolved like no one really seems to care all that much so he puts himself on the line to make sure he stands trial but then the trial well we already i mean obviously i i honestly don't think anyone is watching this minute by minute and doesn't know what happens like uh he set loose because well, there's yeah, no witness. Don't watch the movie that listened to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also true. Um, and why it just like kind of laughs it off, like, "Oh, that's crazy, huh?" So yeah, so he he risks his life to make sure that he stands trial, and then he stands trial and is let off because there's apparently no witness. Which I thought Behan was out there, but whatever. Um, and he's like, and just shugs it off. It's like, man. If you didn't well, care, then just leave him on the ground and let so he it, whatever happens, up. happens. Well, I mean, so that's what's weird, right? Because at the beginning, um, when this is happening and they want to go out there, Curly, I mean, Wyatt's like, just, you know, don't worry about it. Don't go out there. And then 
he hears something go out there and he runs out there and he like pistol whips Curly Bill and he like takes control of it and like, you know, we'll get there, but like it's a whole scene that goes down. And then you're right, by the end of this week, in these minutes, he's just like, Ah, whatever, not my business, I don't care. Like, well why <laughs> And then why didn't you just stay inside? Yeah. <laughs> you could have either intervened at the beginning or not at all, but you chose in the middle and then backed out. Yeah, it's weird. But I mean, as we say that, um, we get some good. We get some good. We have a good Wyatt minute coming up, and we have a new guest tomorrow. Oh, for this, this is. Too. I know some of our loyal listeners are going to be extremely excited when they hear who this is. Yeah, you know who's not excited? Me, because I'm sure I'm gonna have to uh, edit over his profanity. He. And- <laughs> That's a fun side bet because he insists that he's not going to swear and he's offended that you were even concerned about it. And like, okay, so <laughs> so okay, so what's the over under for when he he swears for the first time? Oh, so you're saying he does for sure. I don't I I'm just where would they set it? Like uh, you are convinced he will. So at what point like I think around uh the 7-minute mark, he he You think he'll last that long? He gets on a rant and, and, and gets going, yeah, he's got to warm up to it a little bit, and then he'll forget Based that. on your answer was when I was going to – was the way I was going to approach questioning him because I am definitely <laughs> going to get him riled up. I don't really right. think there's anyone in the world better at it than me, and this already <laughs> totally gave away who our guest is to those who know. All right. Well, we'll Listeners, we'll be- I, I, we haven't even recorded it yet, but you're in for a treat. <laughs> I'm certain. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 53 and another Huckleberry Wednesday.